I'm a little disappointed, we producer are. Chris, Jeff? in your massive scotch collection behind you that you can't even drink anymore. That's not even all of it. Yeah, I'm disappointed. I drink it. Yeah, Just not well. as much. Well, I don't drink beer as much, or if at all. He doesn't drink beer. He doesn't like the beer. He doesn't enjoy beer. The, the hops, the hops, the water, the malts, the yeast. Yes. He I likes, don't know what else is in he beer. He likes that peaty liquid in his wait. Peaty liquid. Ew. Do you know what peat is? Peat diddy liquid. Peat is a type of moss. And it's often used to char the barrels that the scotch is made in. How do you know so much about alcohol? Because the first step is admitting you have a problem. <laughs> Live uh, on air, folks. I mean, <laughs> Live on always, air. we're having an intervention with the, <laughs> Tony, with the Philippines. Tony's holding thing. his own intervention. Is alcoholism, alcoholism really a problem if you can still afford it? Um, wait, what? What? Yes. I mean, is sex addiction really a problem if you can still pay for hookers? Depends on what state you live in. Mm, that's true. Oh. Oh. Well, hello. Hello. Well, hello. Hello. Hello, Christopher. Holler. That is producer Chris in the little booth Destroyer there, of Who has pooches. officially lost, we'll round up, 50 pounds. Yeah. That is uh, talent ah. Tyler over there. That's me. Who has officially Maybe. lost. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Game that back. liposuction Don't worry kit on Amazon was just worth <laughs> every lipo, penny. The Amazon that probably does kit. exist somewhere. Oh jeez, I'm gonna look that up. Oh no, the infections suck. You know, yeah. and it smells like lead. If that's a thing, nice. Are sweet. you tasting copper? Ooh, I want to tell you a funny story. So, the other night, Alyssa. Wendy's daughter, who was on the show once before. She loves the cunt word. <laughs> she, she, she came into the bedroom before we went to bed, and she's like, Mom, I can't sleep. I need something to help me sleep. Ooh, $350 on Amazon. You can get your own liposuction kit. Shut up. 612 if you want the good one. Oh, my gosh. No, that's but anyways, not real. So she no comes way. in, she's like, Mom. No, I'll send you, you the links, my dude. We're out, of mel- <laughs> we're out of melatonin. Can you? Is there something you can give me to help me sleep? Now, she's 13, so no, we're not going to give her a fucking sleeping pill, right? So Wendy's like, oh, yeah, sure. And she gives her an amoxicillin. Oh, my God. And doesn't tell her that it's not a sleeping pill. <laughs> I was crying laughing as we fell asleep. It was Oh, I can pay 58 bucks a this month. This episode is sponsored by CPS. Is that a firm? You can pay 58 bucks no, a month? No, to pay off my liposuction machine. Nice. It slims as I sleep. Oh, that's I bet it's whisper quiet, too. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this lady enjoying oh, head, it. Headphone warning. Oh my god, that's so weird. Can it be delivered she's, in two hours? She's enjoying it, it on the job. Is it prime now? I Who think, wouldn't? Let me see. Yeah, I can get it May third through the sixth. That's hilarious. <laughs> let me check the more expensive one. Hey guys, so guess what Sunday was? Body sculpting machine. Sunday. Sunday was Sunday, Oscar Monday. Sunday. Yeah, nobody tuned in because. So. <sighs> I was a little disappointed with the broadcast itself. The lack of clips. The it was. We can see awkward reaction shots of famous people that don't know they're being filmed. Yes, that. Uh, um, Damn, this Glenn thing is Close legit. Shaking her ass. That I couldn't tell if that was scripted. Because oh, it was one hundred percent scripted, and it was super cringe. 
Um, the butt. DJ Questlove DJing it and and throwing the commercial. It was just, it was weird. It felt like, and I hate to say this out loud, and I'll probably regret it later. It's okay. But it felt like the Oscars So White got Oscar. flipped. Oscars So Woke. And it was like every entertainer of color that you could have <laughs> ran the show. It's like when you have one black friend, so you invite all of his friends but to the party. But it was directed by the whitest director of all directors. You looked this up? Steven Soderbergh. He directed the Oscars? Yeah, he directed the Oscars. It was very disappointing. And so it felt, it almost felt, um, you're, you're better with words than I am. Con- yes. Um, condescending, I guess. <sighs> Virtue signaling? Yes. Like those Verizon yes. commercials that are like, here's all these people that yes. are oppressed by yes. our fucking phone. Yes. <laughs> if, if The broadcast very much felt like a virtue Agreed. signaling. Yeah. Look how woke we are. <clears throat> and Lil Rel does not, he is not a good host at all. There man. was a host? Lil Rel was, hosted the pre-show and then was the... Oh, I didn't the watch any of that the, shit. The Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um... I don't know. It felt it was awkward. It felt very awkward. I missed the monologue. Was it Regina King? Yes. Now that was, was it amazing. Good? Damn, yeah, it was I fantastic. missed it. Should have watched that. She did a good walk and talk. Wow. Yeah, like she started on the blue carpet and then walked into was the it scripted. Um, it, the the beginning of the walk and talk was scripted through possibly, but then when she got on stage, she kind of threw the script out and just kind of... I respect that. Yeah, it was... I mean, they were filming live from the Hotel Marriott. There were a couple... (laughs) Wasn't it from the the Academy Museum? Isn't that where the... Uh, I heard it was a subway station and a bunch of other wacky things, but it looked like a hotel. And the train, (laughs) the the 10 o'clock that rolled through was really loud. I didn't know. (laughs) You hear the guy in the background... That was my subway announcement. That was a good bit. That's Thank you. Bad. Better than any of the bits at the show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't take much. Um, so, yes, Regina's monologue at the beginning was excellent. She um, directed a car commercial. She starring did. herself. And she, she's the voice of Cadillac now. Um, there were some really good speeches, but then there were also some what? River, You're right. Uh, uh, River Phoenix. Um, Joaquin, Why? Joaquin Phoenix. Why does he bother? like he was actually sober. Yeah, they pay right? him for this? Why like, he, he clearly it? never wants to be there. Well, You're not accepted the award, anymore. So he has to come in and he does not. Hey, he doesn't have to do shit. For the opposite <laughs> one. And well, he, didn't, he didn't talk about how milking cows was yeah. cow rape, so. Oh, my girlfriend who uh, has a master's in animal you have science. A girlfriend? I know. She educated me on why does he's full of shit. Does she officially have a master's in, in animal science? Um, they, she passed her defense and she was granted one. She just got to graduate. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Is she a master debater? She told me to call her master. <laughs> and then she showed me all Fifty Shades movies. So Whoa. I don't know what I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> all three of what, what? Have you seen them all? Uh, no, I saw the first one and then was like, "They nope, get I'm good." Wacky, yeah. Did you really watch the Fifty Shades movies? It feels like something like Twilight. It feels like something I should have an opinion on. Again, really bizarre. I mean, but Twilight mainstream. didn't feel that way until your girlfriend made you watch them. Correct, because like, I never had an excuse <laughs> to sit through this shit before. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like the Fast and the Furious, I had no excuse until you and I are going to start watching them again. Yeah, right. 
They steal DVD players in the first one. I like it, Chris. That mini's coming soon. What am I looking at? This is uh, so something new. Producer Chris is starting a is is um no, making some adjustments and rebranding his existing coffee company. Sumatra Manhandling. And it looks like he just sent us some of the label artwork, and yeah. it's fucking fantastic. I love that blue, by the way. We went super basic on the logo. It'll be fun, and we'll announce it here in like a week or so. That's really? fantastic. Congratulations. I like that beat. Actually, we can go ahead and say it on here because by the time this episode airs, well, it will be out there. I said it last there. week, but it won't be out for another week or so. Yeah, next week we go live with Coffee Dudes. Perfect. Cars and Coffee is dead. Long live Cars coffee and Coffee. CoffeeDudesCoffee.com. Now, if someone steals this name, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to start burning buildings. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, uh. Oh, you want to hear a funny story really quickly, and then we can, we can get into the Oscar <laughs> What show? a story, Mark. So, um... Vert the kids, my son and, and Wendy's children, are a part of a Discord server where they can, like, chat and stuff during games. Yeah. And so in order to kind of moderate their activity, I joined the Discord server. Well, today one of their friends posted a meme, and it was a meme about Arby's with the Irma Gerd girl. <laughs> and I looked closely, and I was like, that roast beef sandwich looks a little weird. <laughs> well, it turns out it was a sideways vagina. <laughs> And the kid thought he was just posting an Ermagerd meme. You got <laughs> I was like, meats. yeah, that is definitely not a roast beef sandwich. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, I got it. Set, okay, just making sure. You, you Please draw confused. me a diagram. No, I'm good. This is an educational episode yes. for all our listeners in the Philippines. It still might require Arby sauce, though. We'll be sending <laughs> diagrams in the Arby's mail. A little better than horsey, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, God. We'll call it ride your horsey sauce. Oh, that's Jesus. not horsey sauce. <clears throat> all right. So um, I tried to do a little research for some movie news, and i got to be honest with you. There is not much out there. Right oh, yeah? yeah? Did you get anything? N- not a lot at all. So Weird. I think we just kind of move into the Oscar discussion. Okay. Um... There were definitely some controversies. You're right. Um, we'll so get into that. We'll kind of we'll go in order. Yeah, we'll start from the bottom and go to the top. We're starting at the bottom. Yes, because the list starts with best picture, and I kind of want to. Oh well, yeah. that's not quite the bottom, is it? No, no. Let's talk. Wait, you just want to start with that? No, you feel free. Lead in. Okay. So since 1940, the Oscars have always ended. With best, best picture, picture, right? Yeah. Now, we start... Oh, you're digging right into the We start to the to the last bit of the Oscars with the In Memoriam, which... Oddly paced. Just, it's rapid fire, like a speed round, right? Well, it was crazy because the pace changed in time with the music, which felt really weird. They always kind of do It was that. a weird... Yeah, but this is a weird... Yeah, like you didn't even have time to read names about halfway choice. through. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. You blink and you miss Jerry Stiller, so it's like, what the fuck? Seriously? <laughs> yeah. They didn't oh. even include uh, Jessica Walters from Arrested Development. Yep. Well, that was, I mean, yeah, not last minute enough. But somebody's accountant got to be on there, so that's, yeah. that's nice. Well, the McCrary woman who just passed away two weeks ago was included in it. That's so, so weird. Yeah. Well, anyways, it ends with a big old picture of Chadwick Boseman. And which then, is which is great. I mean, it is. The guy it is. was an amazing actor. It is in his sure. short-lived career. He did some amazing work, but including it wasn't Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Right, but it wasn't long enough to really 
merit any kind of emotion. So yeah. it goes straight into best picture. And I'm like, well, they've never done this early. So I assume they're going to end with best actor and do kind of a tribute. Didn't list. they do best actress, best picture, best actor? No, they did best picture, best actress, best actor. See, I thought that they did best actress, then best picture. And that's why everyone was pissed because they no. were like. Ooh, no. you got to keep the people around for Best well, Actor. Well, the point is they did Best Actor last, which you would assume is they're going to do Chadwick then. Right. You're going to let his wife talk let again wife like talk. she did at the Golden who Globes. Does an, who did an amazing job at the Globes. I mean, her Correct. speech was extremely... Heart-wrenching. Yeah. yeah. But they don't do that. Instead, we, we end with Best Sir, Actor, Sir, Sir Anthony, Anthony Hopkins, Hopkins, who is not there. <laughs> yeah. Because they wouldn't let him do a Zoom call, and then yeah. it just abruptly ends. Yeah. No fanfare, no nothing. And, and then just... Quest Love is like, hey, yo, 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 thanks for coming out tonight. Let's go get turned. And then it's over. And that, that's that legit. And the billionaires, happened. after they're done lecturing us, go and party. And it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what he said. I mean, it was, it was pretty, yeah, it was nuts. It was very much so. There were some other things, too. Like, well, let's just kind of start through the list and we can talk sure. about some things. But that was that's the big thing we yeah, kind of wanted sure. to talk about because it was a Sir, big, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, now Sir Anthony Hopkins released his acceptance speech on Instagram and I definitely paid tribute to Chadwick. Someone which, had to. Yeah, which I thought was pretty great. <laughs> the other thing, too, is I, I've mentioned it before, but he has a TikTok. You have mentioned this before. So and he's I've seen in some quarantine, and mm-hmm. he's basically just been hiding in his house this entire time. Like the famous Gary Busey film, which Hider is, in the House. Yes, which is why he didn't come to the award show. Correct. Um, so it was giving that, releasing that speech on Instagram is kind mm-hmm. of on brand for him over the last year and a right. half. Um, so, but it was nice that he mentioned Chadwick and, and said that his body of work was amazing. Right. And, you know. and the Golden Globes, for all their shittiness, recognized the severity of the situation we're in and did Zoom acceptances and things, yeah. which is kind of what you should do right well, now. Well, I mean, the HFPA is 15, 15 journalists from 15 countries. Yes. And not a single one of them is of color. Yes. I mean, that's, that's, it's time to change that. Right. And it, and it's not like where people are like, oh, you know, Biden came out and said he had to choose a black woman. It's more of like, how can someone go watch a movie made for mm-hmm. or about the plight of the African-American Correct. man or woman and, and write a review that makes sense without sure. a little bit of. Uh, white privilege or white guilt or any of that crap. That's why Green Book won. Yeah, exactly. Here's a movie about Viggo Mortensen <laughs> teaching a black man to enjoy KFC. Yeah. The other thing is, is there's there's journalists of color that are have redeeming qualities and have the capabilities of doing the work. So why right. are they not included? So. And as I much as know. I love Soul, it's another movie about like La La Land about. A white man teaching us about how great jazz is because it's directed by a white dude, Tina yeah, Fey. And, and it's in like, the body of a black man. <laughs> I, I was looking at this, and I'm looking at Jean-Baptiste and Jamie Foxx, who were the the writers and producers of most of the music. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you get Trent Reznor there. And it's You're just right. like, what did he do when the music is clearly Jean-Baptiste? You're right. You know, and, and that so, was a great speech, too, which we'll yeah, get to. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, so we'll just kind of start at the bottom of the list. Best production design. Um you know, you had Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, mm-hmm. you had News of the World, you had Tenet, and you had The Father, and then you had Mank, right? And guess what fucking won? <clears throat> it's one Oscar. Well, it's in black and white, so it's definitely going to win Best Production Design. That's, that's Oh, no, I thought Tenet won that one. Tenet no, won something Mank else. Won I that. think Tenet, 
Tenet won best visual effects. I don't know what I'm talking about. Let Tony drive. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom was great, but it was, it was really clearly 90% play. in a single studio. Right. There's some shots where you go outside and there's a lot of production right. design where all the money clearly went, but the yeah. rest of the time we're just in a basement or something. Uh, the Father I never saw, so I can't it is, speak to that. The only thing I'll say about that that's different is that movie is about dementia, so... The scenery will change around him, and the people in his life will change around him because he can't remember. And that's cool. And oh, that's, that's part of the production. Design? Yeah, but I mean, it still is just a flat in England, hmm. and not terribly interesting. It's like you have to be paying attention. Yeah. But I can I can kind of see that. Okay. Um, and then news of the world now. Another Tom Hanks I movie stumbled, that nobody saw. I stumbled onto news of the world. So like, you oh, have Tom seen it. Hanks? I'll watch it. Right, right, right. It wasn't great. There was nothing... I haven't heard much about yeah. it. It just seems like an Oscar bait movie. Yeah, is so that it, what it is? It, it was clearly an Oscar All bait right. movie. And there you go. It's an Oscar baiter. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Tenet. Now, we clearly have ideas about the concept of the movie. Sure. I clearly liked it much more than you did. I, again, I want to emphasize I did not hate it, but I think... Yeah. Like Quentin Tarantino, to a certain degree, and directors like that, no one's sticking to kind of yeah. what he knows and not doing anything different. You could say that about Wes Anderson and Quentin Tarantino and Woody Allen and a bunch of filmmakers I like, but now the gimmicks are kind of getting old for me. Yeah. And there weren't yeah. characters to latch onto. That's all. But yes. I think it's a cool-looking movie. But from a production design standpoint, I mean, it felt like they just took Starship Troopers and de-aged it by 25 years. It was all That's an interesting thought. Gray and brown and dirty. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm I'm glad we're lines. slowly getting away from that cuz even some of the comic book movies are all starting to look like that, but then you got yeah. something like Guardians of the Galaxy that's bright and popping and we're getting back to that. Even Wonder Woman 84 is bright and popping and yeah. colorful and I'm 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 digging that. Wendy had never seen Dark Knight. And, oh, interesting. And Any so of them? We watched that the other night. All three or just the second one? The second one. Okay. Because um, I really wanted her to see Heath Ledger's performance. Right. And and I and I watched it and I definitely felt the Christopher Nolan style that I'd mm-hmm. never really paid attention to before. Sure. sure, sure, sure. And comparing it to Tenet. And it just feels almost cookie cutter. Unfortunately. Like what was yeah. revolutionary at the time is yeah. now like, I'm over this. Can we try something else? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, it was still a great movie. Yep, absolutely. Um, Heath Ledger was still amazing in it. Mm-hmm. Um, she clearly sure. um, decided that Christian Bale was not a terrible choice for Batman. Which it's the thought. voice that's the only problem. Yeah, and they have to they have to commit to it for three movies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at least Ben Affleck synthesized it. You know, it that was, that's a choice that makes that was actually suggested by Kevin Smith. Yeah, and fact. that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, so as far as Mank goes, you saw it. I didn't see it. I saw it once, actually, on the day before Thanksgiving, and it was in an empty theater, and I was happy to have that experience all to myself. Really? I'll never watch it again. Was it good? If you like Citizen Kane, it's interesting, and it's beautiful to look at, but, I mean, I don't get much out of it outside of that, and that's... So from a production design standpoint, do you understand the Oscar? I do. Okay. It's period setting and they were clearly reveling in old old Hollywood and you get that in every frame of that gotcha. movie. Okay. All right, so then we move on to best visual effects which Tenet did win. Now, I appreciate that because sure. all of the backwards motion in the movie and the speech and all of that. I mean, that's, that's a movie built on set pieces, right? Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. What were the other movies? Uh, Love and Monsters which I haven't seen. 
It seems right down my alley. I just haven't watched it yeah, yet. Yeah, okay. The Midnight Sky, George Don't, Clooney. I, oh, I've, I forgot about that. I saw it. That's what I've heard. That's why I haven't yeah. bothered. <laughs> For those who can't see me, I shook my head. He said, eh. Um, Disney's Oscar bait Mulan. Um, that should have got production design. I I would. Have, I don't remember visual effects other than Bird Lady. Yeah, there was the yeah. Um, that movie's gorgeous from a production well, I design mean, the standpoint. The size of the army was clearly not that big. True, so but like it's to... not like your traditional effects movie. The like Avalanche was definitely sure, sure, CGI. sure. Right. Um, the one and only Ivan, which some Brian Cranston monkey movie on Disney oh, Plus. That, that okay. <laughs> I had to look okay. it up. So, um, best documentary short. Now, I don't know. Since you went to the festivals, did you see any of these? So there was festivals. Colette, yeah, well, Toronto. That was a long time ago, bub. Was that 2019? 2019. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I, I hadn't seen any of these. Okay. So then, uh, so Colette won. Um, uh, is that the one that got it banned, the Oscars banned in Hong Kong or China in general because it's about the Hong Kong protests or I something? I don't know. It's possible. I think that's what their speech was about. Okay. So Again, yeah, I don't know. But. There was a, a couple others that neither of us saw, so it wouldn't really be fair of us to talk about. You're right. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Best animated short. Now, this is definitely something up your aisle, but I don't know if you've seen any I of I had an opportunity to see the live action and animated shorts in theaters, and I just I had too much going on yeah. with family drama, so I didn't see them. So the one that won is If Anything Happens, I Love You. It's about it's school about shootings. School shootings. Right. Yeah. And um, so I that was a pretty powerful. That was a pretty powerful win, and it's not yeah. a Pixar or Disney win like it normally is, Correct. which I respect. Yeah. Uh, best live action short: um, Feeling Through, The Letter Room, The Present, White Eye, and then what won was Two Distant Strangers. Now, don't know what that's about either. So, Two Distant Strangers. You did research. I didn't realize that I had seen it. You have seen it. Okay. So scrolling through TikTok, mm-hmm. I saw like a part five of five, right? It, oh, and, interesting. And it, so it was like the, or part five of six. So it was like the second to last. Was it so someone had broken it up into? No, someone had broken it up. Okay. Um, and so I watched it. So basically, the concept is it's kind of a Groundhog Day kind of thing. That's what my friends who had seen mm-hmm. it when we were watching the Oscars said. And I'm like, it's Groundhog Netflix. Day is kind of its own genre it, now. It is on <laughs> Netflix. Um, so it's about an African American guy in a city that's supposed to be New York. And but he, he turns a corner and he matches a description and there's a cop there. Uh-oh. And the cop stops him and wants to search his backpack. And in the first run, basically, he kills him. Oh. Shoots him. Oh. Thinks he has a gun. Uh-oh. And when that happens, the day starts, or the, that moment starts over. And so it's just a continuous cycle of that moment and this guy trying to convince the cop what's happening and... You know, so I saw the end of it. It's I have to be honest with you, it's extremely powerful, even though it's kind of sure. that whole Groundhog Day thing. Well, I think that's a good use for that kind of setup, though, right? Yeah. Because it's like, well, what can I say to this guy to not get shot? Yeah. It, I, I I haven't seen it, but that's it's what also, I assume the point is. It also feels very educational for the cop. And oh, really? the final scene of the movie kind of clarifies why I say that. Okay. It is on Netflix. It's called Two Distant Strangers. How long I is would, it? It's like... 20 minutes. I can watch that. Okay. I would say watch it. Okay. Just give it a watch. I think it's um it's pretty cool. It's poignant. It's timely. Uh, definitely a timely win. Um, doesn't make up for Chadwick not winning. But you're, well, you're right. But <laughs> Yeah. All right. Next category is best sound. Um, so Greyhound. I, I agree 
with all the choices there. Yes. Yeah. Holy Greyhound shit. Greyhound was fantastic. The mm-hmm. sound of the depth charges I thought was mm-hmm. amazing. The sound of the torpedoes in the water. Makes I thought you was wish you'd seen it in the theater because that surround yes. would have been. Yeah. Um, Mank, News of the World, Soul, and then Sound of Metal. Soul, I I, I get behind because it, you have to create this otherworldly dimension. Yeah, and that's and all jazz, fully. And jazz right? has a very unique right. sound to it as well. But so. Sound of Metal is the clear winner because that. It's it's part of the experience. Yeah. And, and we the talked story. about that when we talked we about shouldn't. Sound of yeah, Metal. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the moments of silence were perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the moments I, where things you could kind of hear things because yeah. you're in his kind of POV. The best sound winner had some of the best non-sound. You're moments. right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was, I I agree. Well, with I, that I respect one. that they had to do their research and like most filmmakers don't go the extra mile to monitor the yeah. the sound design because you yeah. just kind of let those guys go. But you, you have to for this. This next one I didn't necessarily agree with. Uh-huh. Best, best film editing. Um, the nominees were The Father, Nomadland, mm-hmm. Promising Young Women, Woman, yep. Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. And I cannot remember for the life of you which one won. So, Sound of Metal won. Okay. It was good. Sure. Sure, maybe Oscar worthy, but I still think that the editing and promising young woman that led you to believe that it was going somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Sure, I thought it was perfect. I I agree with that wholeheartedly, but I also think the father. I think because that's also based on a play. Yeah. So the editing kind of had to carry that non-linear experience of struggling with dementia. Like right. I, you're not. Who I remember you being, you look like a completely different person. Not the to take anything away from the sound of metal, sure, because the editing. No, in that no, was I mean fantastic. that's for sure. But yeah. and I think the editing and sound design had to work in conjunction with yeah. each other to kind of because like sometimes I think if one of them failed, the other one exactly, wouldn't have exactly. But yeah. I I understand where you're coming from. Like Mank and News of the World, sure, whatever. Yeah. But I think those three are are good choices. But I agree with where you're coming from with. Promising Young Woman, a movie that should have won more. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, best costume design, we had Emma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, mm-hmm. Mank, Mulan, Mulan, Pinocchio, which I never saw. Did you see yeah, Pinocchio? There was a bunch of memes about how they had no idea that there was a live action Pinocchio yeah. movie till the Oscars. I remember Didn't they it start, advertised it. Wasn't it? Um, they brought Robert Benini back, but yeah. as Geppetto this time. Yeah. Which I don't get because nobody Roberto. liked his. Benini. You're right, but nobody liked his Pinocchio no, from forever ago. Way to Americanize his name. Jeez. You don't like it, you can get the fuck out. <laughs> America. <laughs> um, and this one, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom one, and I was a little confused about that, right? Because I feel like the only major set piece that was costuming was, was really outside. Ma Rainey. That too, for sure. You know, because clearly they had they, they fattened but her up. But his shoes... Okay. Right. The, <laughs> the shoes. shoes are crucial, Tony. I, this is the one where I thought maybe Mulan would win. Actually, I agree with you because I mean, that's was, a gorgeous looking it was movie. Yeah, it's just empty. Yeah, <laughs> it was a terrible movie, but it yeah, it's great. a beautiful looking movie. Yeah. I, so I, I don't that. necessarily know if I agree with that one, but some of know. these are kind of you can't help but nitpick. Yeah. It's like I don't know why this one, but I guess I can understand the it. The next category, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom one as well, and sure. I agree with it. And that's sure, best sure. makeup and hairstyling. I agree with that. Right, because you have sure. Viola Davis and mm-hmm. you turn her the into this sweaty two hundred and fifty mm-hmm. pound deep soul singer mm-hmm. and um and it sure. works and she was amazing. And so. actually funny enough, like this is the kind of thing Gary Oldman excels at. Yeah. But they intentionally been like, no, just be yourself for yeah. me. You don't have to literally transform into this yeah. guy. And I respect them for doing that. 
Because I don't that think that one Pinocchio was nominated for as well, mm. as well as Mank, <laughs> and then Hillbilly Elegy, which I refuse to watch. Oh, have you heard about the bullshit about the writer of that movie and all? Well, that's true Oscar bait, right? You're absolutely correct. Yeah. No, it? I haven't heard the bullshit. I know the Razzies happened. Do you know it. if she, if Glenn Coase won for that? The Razzie? Uh-huh. I don't know. I was, was it terrible? She, have you seen it? No, but I've heard it's terrible. It's not anything. It, it like, exploits, like, your lower class. And it was written by yeah. a guy that pretended to be lower class, but he clearly f- comes from... Wealth and oh, vanilla ice. You're right. <laughs> Pretended to be from the hood, but went I will to a say, cool as ice is probably better than <laughs> Hillbilly LG. Yes. <laughs> um, Skip that zero and get with the hero. Know what I'm saying? Best cinematography. Sure. Um, this one, Mank won as well. I can see it. No. I haven't, haven't seen it, but from what you've said, gorgeous black and white photography. Yeah. I mean, it's Trial of the Chicago Seven, Nomadland, Nomadland. I, I got to be honest with you. So Nomadland, I could, I would have been okay with that win, and, and I've talked about it before you have. because they made right. a trailer park and gravel roads look beautiful, mm-hmm. right? That's is why it, it's part. Is of, it best picture? We'll mm. get to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but Mank won for that one. That makes sense. But um, I also see where you're coming from. Yeah. Best adapted screenplay. You had Borat subsequent movie. Can we film. talk about that? Yeah, sure. If that's mostly improvised, what the fuck? Yeah, how is how, it an adapted that, screenplay? That's the second time it's gotten a screenplay nomination. The first movie did too. Really? <clears throat> and I'm like, well, what do you. What constitutes a screenplay in this kind of movie, right? Where well, most so of it's think, improvised and I think camera. it's adapted because Borat was a character that he created, and so he adapted sure. that into a screenplay. But did he? Ed, Question mark? I feel like it's not so much the writing process. Like, maybe you have to develop these scenarios, yeah. but it's more, I think that more comes together in the editing. Yeah, I mean, I think, th- and I think there was probably a lot left on the cutting room floor. There is a new, like, is there a new edit? There's a new movie is coming out with all the unused stuff, like they what they did for Anchorman back in the day. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Um, so, the father won for that one, but also nominated were Nomadland... Uh, one What's that adapted from one. Uh, who knows? Some book nobody read. Probably <laughs> one night in Miami, which we know was adapted from a screenplay or nah. from a play. I think that screenplay is excellent. I, yeah, I, I thought it was fantastic. Um, and then the White Tiger. Did you ever see that? I have no idea what the hell that is. It probably feels, a Netflix. Feels thing. like one of your Wednesday night. Movies. You're right. I probably missed that one. <clears throat> Best original screenplay. We had Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Minari. Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. All great. Promising Young Woman did win for that. As um, it should. Uh, yeah, and I think the only other option I think that might have might have been is probably Judas and the Black Messiah. I can see that. Yeah. But um, Chicago yeah, of the... Sh- Chicago of the Trial 7. Jeez. Trial of Chicago, the Chicago of the Trial 7. I think we're tired of giving Aaron Sorkin awards, but that's a fucking great screenplay. <laughs> yeah, it was really good, and, and I thought it was really well acted, too. But I'm not so. upset that Promising Young Woman won, because that's um, not your traditional like Oscar movie Did you know either. Will Ferrell was nominated for an Oscar? For what? For the song from Eurovision Song Contest. Oh, you're right. He was the performer, as well as, I think, one of the writers. Oh, jeez. Um, but Fight for You from Judas and the Black Messiah won. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing. Speak Now from One Night in Miami. Amazing. 
powerful. was I I expected that to win. I, I thought did it too. was extremely powerful. Leslie Odom Jr. actually wrote four songs. Incredible. Took him to Regina King and she picked that one and I thought it was a great song. Um but the I think her last name is Patterson. Plus, doesn't that song play more into the plot than yeah, 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 for sure. This one does, yeah. But the the singer of "Fight for You," her and her husband wrote it for another artist, and the artist recorded it, and they hated it. <laughs> so he had they convinced the studio to let her sing it, and Amazing. it won the Oscar. That's awesome. Um, and she. He they interviewed him on the red carpet before, and he's like, "Are you excited for your to perform your song?" And he's like, "I'm just excited for people to hear my wife sing. She's amazing, incredible." And I was like, "Oh, you fucking dick!" Now all the rest of us with women have to. You're setting the bar really high with women. So, but it was it's a good song. Uh, she was amazing. So, mm-hmm. uh, another thing that they did really weird, sure, was they had the performances of the songs during the red carpet. I wondered why, because I missed that. I'm like, that. Yeah. I didn't remember them having so any of the songs. So when they came up, you know, they talked to him, and then they said, and here is, I think it was Cassandra Patterson or something, is her name. Elvira? No, Cassandra? That does sounds nothing like Elvira. Can you what? can No, Elvira's p- played by someone, I think, that has a name. Neil, let's look that up. I want to be right about something. The, the, the actress who plays Elvira? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> okay. But anyways, so they would talk to them on the red carpet, mm-hmm. and then they would show the performance that had been recorded earlier. Weird. Cassandra yeah. Peterson. Yay! It's close. Peterson versus It was pretty Patterson. damn close. Wow. <laughs> that's a that's why you're on the show. There we go. There you go. That's the only reason though. Now so anyways, it is a powerful rid- song. It didn't go. necessarily fit the story like Speak Now did. Sure. Um and I gotta be honest with you, I immediately downloaded Speak Now. So I think it's I think it's did a fantastic job. Yeah. Uh best original score. And this was interesting because you had Defive Bloods, Mank, Minari, mm-hmm. News of the World, and Soul. I'm glad with the win on this soul one. Soul killed it. I mean, mm-hmm. for sure. Well, the, the music's so integral to yeah. every aspect of that movie. Yeah. So there's there's almost no way that doesn't Great win. Great speech, so. too. Probably one of my favorites. Yeah. The, this was an exciting one for me. So best documentary feature, right? Sure. You had Collective. Did you cri- see the Octopus movie? So the Octopus movie, did you know that it started as a YouTube series? No. So the guy who made Friends with the Octopus... Mm-hmm. He had his girlfriend film him interacting with the octopus and release them on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And the documentary filmmakers reached out to him and were like, hey, we want to make a movie about this. And it just won a fucking Oscar. Hot damn. If that's not a commentary on social media society that we're living in. Things are changing, my friend. And I haven't seen it, but I've seen the YouTube videos. I've heard it's it's a very, very unique story. I've heard. Yeah. I was upset the octopus wasn't there to help accept the award. Right. Apparently well, it's a girl octopus. Him. They thanked her. It's they a... thanked him. You're right. They said Craig. I, I think that's the first octopus that's been thanked yeah, right. for an Oscar. Uh, best animated feature. Of so, Disney it was the battle of it was the battle of the Disney or Pixar yeah. movies, like it always is, except for Spider Verse and a few exceptions. Yeah, I was kind of surprised Wolfwalkers got nominated. Oh, they love to throw those arty ones in just yeah. to give it was them terrible. some credit. Was terrible. Oh, it was terrible. Looks gorgeous. Didn't don't have Apple Plus and I can't rent yeah. it anywhere. So no, it's I'm not going to see it. I didn't like it. But it's fuck Apple. I'm not an animation guy. You're okay. right. As I look at these news on my iPhone, <laughs> um, best international feature. Sure. Um, another round. Better days. Collective. The man who sold his skin. Oh, uh, I've po- actually. Kovadi Saida. I've actually you seen, seen this one. I've the, seen another okay. round, and they're getting a fucking terrible American remake. So get ready. 
They announced it the day after it won. <laughs> um, so it's I saw about the, the man who sold his skin sure. is on HBO Max. Oh, okay. I almost watched it today, but I didn't. I decided I needed to work. Another round is wild. It's about five school teachers that. It's got Mads Mikkel- yeah. Michelson yeah. in it, right? They try to be functioning alcoholics because if your blood alcohol content's at this level, you perform better, and then they try to take it to its logical extreme. So you saw it? I did. Oh, okay. And they're remaking it. Yeah, so it's going to be a stupid American comedy now and not have the depth and nuance. Is it going to have Mads in it? No, he said he wouldn't do it. Okay. And Did you hear he came out and spoke out about his Fantastic Four audition? No, I didn't I didn't hear about this. He was asked to stand in front of the, the casting department Oops. and pretend like he had 80-foot rubber arms, and he said it was the most awkward experience he's ever had. That's wild. Is that a thing? I, I don't know why they didn't just... Movies. They need to just give the role to um, John... Jacob Jingleheimer? Schmidt? No. The Colin Quiet Farrell. Place. John Krasinski? Krasinski? Yeah. Why? Oh, he's perfect for the role. Sure. I haven't seen any of them Fantastic Beast movies. Does he have Mr. Fantastic Powers? Or why did they it's ask him the to do that? Fantastic Beast. Fantastic. Asshole. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the Fantastic Four. No, it's Fantastic Beast. No, it's the Fantastic Four. What am I thinking of? He's, he, got a, he got Johnny Depp's role. Krasinski did? No, Mickelson did. <laughs> no, we're talking. He auditioned for Mr. Fantastic. We're talking about two completely yes, different things. Johnny, and I'm very sorry. The Human Torch. I didn't. I didn't hear about okay, this. I yeah. thought like that's a weird thing to make him do. But I haven't seen any of them Fantastic Beast movies. So, so. Mr. Fantastic has. The I know what. I know what Mr. Okay, Fantastic just making does. Sure. Okay. <laughs> he um, seems a little old for that role now. Yes. Now I have. A, this Wait, is an he was already in Doctor Strange. Who? Mads Mickelson. Okay. He was Kaecilius. Okay. Fantastic Four is DC. No, it's not. Uh, it's Marvel. Neilis. <laughs> is the Fantastic Four DC or Marvel? It's very oh, clearly Marvel. It's Marvel's first family. Hmm. Okay. Um, Let's find out. We'll find out about that. Best supporting actor was weird for me, right? So sure. you had Sasha Baron Cohen from The Trial of Chicago 7. Mm-hmm. And then Leslie Odom Jr. from One Night in Miami. Marvel. Paul Reiser. Shut your face. Paul <laughs> Racy from Sound of Metal. Paul Reiser got an Oscar? Lakeith <laughs> Stanfield from Judas and the Black Messiah. <laughs> and then also Daniel Kaluuya from Judas and the Black Messiah. I mean, a Who lot was of... the lead actor in that again, movie? Again, like, people at the Oscar party I was at was like, you just say the title over and over again, and that's your argument, because he's the lead. It's yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Well, both you could them, argue they're both the main characters. Yeah, well, because Lakeith is Judas, and the mm-hmm. Black Messiah is Daniel. Yeah. So they shouldn't both be supporting. And they were both supporting. fucking amazing in it, right? So, so are you shouting racism? No, but for me, I put Daniel as best best actor. Oh, he's got a good speech, too. And Thanking then his Lakeith, mama for having sex. Yeah, his mom and dad And his mom's like, what sex? the fuck that boy just said? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was great. You know, the best thing for me about him, and I've always liked him, and I think he's great, sure. is that he's real 100%. But mm-hmm. just after he won, they went to the HFPA Zoom question room where they had basically a wall of Zoom reporters. Oh, really? And one of the reporters says to him, what was it like working with Regina King? Oh, my God. And But... His reaction was, I'm sorry, could you ask the question again? And someone told, you know, someone like clearly told her. And so she rephrased the question, eliminating Regina King. And what I liked about it was his reaction. He could have been like, what the fuck? But he was, he gave her an opportunity to correct the question. Mm -hmm. And then he responded to the question that was corrected. And for me, that's, professionals that speaks in there. a lot about it. Really him. does, and and for someone that likes to have as much fun as he does, to kind of recognize, you could have fucked with them, yeah. 
that wasn't something where it was casual racism as much as it was she just was on Zoom and there was she a made mix a mistake. Of, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like I really like someone the benefit of the that. doubt. I yeah. respect that. Yeah. Best supporting actress. This was fantastic, by the way. Sure. So you had Maria Bakalova from Borat, mm-hmm. Glenn Close, <laughs> Olivia Coleman from The Father, Amanda Seyfried Amanda from Seafood? Mank, <laughs> and then Ya Jung Yoon. Oh, this was incredible. Her speech to me was the best of the night. Agreed. Because she was just like, holy shit, I just won an Oscar. There's Brad Pitt. That's Brad Pitt. <laughs> and then she gets back there and someone from the HFPA is like, hey, what did Brad Pitt smell like? I'm like, this bitch just won her first Oscar. And As a woman of color that's the at question 70 that years old. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it was just, she just, it's been a long time since you've seen someone that's grateful for something like that. But also acknowledging how amazing it is that here she is at 80, whatever, 70, whatever. But if you... Asian people that's actually won an Oscar yeah. too, which should be more upsetting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it is. Um so now we're getting to some of the major categories. So best director. Um you had Minari, Lee Isaac Chung, mm-hmm. Emerald Fennel, Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. David Fincher from Mank, yep. Thomas Vinterberg for Vinterberg. another round. <laughs> and then Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. Yep. I agree with this one, right? I do too. I really liked the direction, the cinematography of the movie. And she's just adorable I didn't too. Like the movie. You're right. Right. But yes, she's absolutely adorable. She's getting that she's, Marvel money now. Yep. Yep. So it, it it puts a bit of excitement in me for what she's gonna make in the future. Agreed. This is where we go wrong. Uh oh, stinky. Best actress, Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday in her first ever role on film Have nominated you seen the movie? for an Oscar. No. Vanessa Kirby for Pieces of a Woman. Francis McDormand for Nomadland. And yeah. Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young Women. Yeah. Out of all of those, who are you picking? Not Francis. <laughs> oh. She's got her Oscars, and she's just well, she's not, not even acting that, in that. But, like she's Viola just, Davis was amazing in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Promising she, Young Woman was incredible. Promising Carrie Mulligan was in Promising Young Woman. I ain't was seen incredible. no Vanessa Kirby or Billie Holiday, so I don't know. Yeah. But Francis just she just plays Francis in that movie. Yeah, she's a little abrasive, but she's still Francis McDormand. And that's the thing is, I and I put that on Facebook, and one of my friends was like, "What are you talking about? She was amazing." I'm like, "No, she if you've was seen one Francis. art movie this year. Yeah, maybe, but yeah. like Carrie Mulligan, such a brave, fearless, oh yeah, fighting performance, hands down. And I mean, and the crazy thing is, is you see. You see beautiful Carrie Mulligan, and then you see distressed and distraught Carrie Mulligan, and you see, you see badass, crazy she Carrie Mulligan, and then you see badass <laughs> Carrie Mulligan. You see her switch from shit-faced to, what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. And it was fantastic. I don't know. I, that Carrie was One wrong. of my favorite movies yeah. last year, which didn't get enough love. Yeah. Usually they'll throw one that doesn't get most of the Oscars the screenplay award. And I like, think whatever. there are three actors in the Best Actor column that could have won before Anthony Hopkins. Now... Sure. I haven't seen The Father, and I love Sir Anthony Hopkins. It's a very Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins performance, but he has dementia, yeah. which is fine, and it's a good performance. And he cries at the end. So you have Riz Ahmed in Sound of Metal. Incredible. I have liked everything that Riz Ahmed has done. Especially Venom. Especially Venom. <laughs> um, you have Chadwick Boseman from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Mm-hmm. Now, yes, he passed away. Yes. It's sad. But he was fucking amazing no, in that a movie. 
fucking swan song of yeah, performance. 100%. I mean, if you want to look, compare it to Heath Ledger's Joker, I think it's on par. I, I agree. Yeah. Um, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, Gary Oldman in, Gary Oldman in Mank. It's fine. He's good. And then Stephen Yeun in Minari. Which, oh, amazing. So Stephen Yeun is a comedically trained actor. You're right. He was in Second City in Chicago. Um, a lot of great people came from there. For him to play that role in mm-hmm. that after coming up through The Walking Dead and all mm-hmm. of the other things that he's done. Nail it. I thought he killed it. Knocked Agreed. it out of the park. Um, so, There yeah. are roles that I would... I still would have loved Chadwick to get it, and that was my clear favorite. But yeah. I wouldn't have been as upset if they had if won. If Riz or Steven had won, Correct. I wouldn't have been as upset. Right. 100%. But a Gary Oldman or an Anthony Hopkins, that's the obvious choice. Yeah. And they always do this shit. Yeah, the perennial favorite. Not that they're bad, but it's obvious, and they've had their time and awards yeah. and shit. We don't need that. <laughs> and then the math, right? So you have Best Picture. So you have The Father. Mm-hmm. Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. You have Mank. Mm-hmm. You have Minari. Nomadland. Promising Young Woman. The Sound of Metal. And The Trial of Chicago 7. Out of those eight pictures, mm-hmm. what is your best picture? Promising Young Woman. Yeah, I agree. Sound of Metal's close, though. Sound of Metal. Again, I hated it the first time I, know I watched you did. it. And then Minari's I, also yeah. excellent. Those I thought three Minari was fantastic. Did you finally favorites. get to watch Minari? I did. Yeah, good. Um, and Nomadland wins. Now it's not bad. I say the math, right? And here's why I sure. say the math is because if you look at the other categories that uh-huh. Nomadland was in, they won a majority. You can of use, them. That's usually how it goes, right? Right. But I don't know that it's best picture. Like what? What is the what is the required classification pieces for best picture? What? Who voted for it? Yeah. So. Unfortunately, yeah. That's why Green Book won. I mean, great. A a a, a movie directed by a woman, a movie directed by an sure. Asian woman. Compared fantastic. to Green Book, we're making progress yeah, between this and sure. Parasite. But sure. I agree, there were there were better and it movies. It wasn't a terrible movie. It's not. It's beautiful, and it's very much an experience yeah. picture, and you can get from what you want from it. Yeah. And there's passion put behind it, but, I mean, wasn't my favorite either. Here's the question. Is it not our favorites because of Frances McDormand? Do you think if someone else plays that role, that maybe, just maybe, it's a better picture? I want to put on record, I do not dislike Frances McDormand at all. Fargo is one of my favorite things ever. Same, absolutely. So you had sex with the little guy, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Also... Ethan or Joe, I don't know who she's married yes. to. Maybe both. He did not look like he wanted to be there. No, he did not. No. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think she's the problem. It's more of just a pacing. See, I think she's the problem. It's more just a pacing thing, too. See, pacing is what usually makes me want to fall asleep, right? Sure. I didn't feel that in this movie. I didn't hate the movie, I know but I hated didn't. Frances McDormand. And maybe if I think about it more, you're right. But there's okay. got to be a reason I wasn't but I guess into the it the first is, time. Who or... do I cast in that role? Like, do we do we put someone like a I'm Melissa to... McCarthy in that role for kind of a serious play? She can do it, and like, she can do uh, it. People are gonna laugh at that. But have you seen The Kitchen? No, no, it was before that. It was a really fucking great movie. Yeah. 
can you ever forgive me, I think? Or she was super homely and then... Yeah, and she's like trying to rip off book autographs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, and it's a... Yeah, Rick she Jenkins, I think. And yeah. it's an amazing fucking movie. And yeah. she's fantastic in it. She yeah. is not the problem. It's the movies we associate her with that they'll throw her in. That's the problem. Well, we associate her with shitting in a sink. But she also got an Oscar down for that. Yeah, Speaking true. of which. That's true. <laughs> um, but I mean, you know, that's the thing is, do we put someone in that role that has to stretch? Um, Weirdly, I think I see where you're going with that. Because if you take her character from that movie, if I you can make see her, her work in that. And you have Jim Carrey play that role, he wins that Oscar. Think, I don't think they need to be likable, but you need to be on their side to a certain extent. Well, the extent. character specifically wasn't likable. Some of the right. people at the park didn't like her. You know, because she's even the old lady that she ended up having a friendship with. You're right. Really didn't like her in the first you're right. place. Yeah. And I don't think I think you can have characters like that, but you got to kind of be on their side yeah. because they're so low and you want to see them get better. But I just didn't care. That's the problem. I guess the problem is, is if you think about it, the life experience that her character had, the passing of a husband, passing mm-hmm. of a son. Um, it's been done. It's been done, but. Who else is out there other than Glenn Close and Meryl She had Street. a sister that was going to take her in with open arms, so I'm like, I don't exactly feel yeah. terrible for you. Right, but the point People that I'm trying to make is... People go through shit all the time. Like, if you look at the crop of actors who could have played that role... Sure. And you eliminate Glenn Close and So you want Street. Francis to have gotten stuck with Hillbilly Elegy. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she probably would have killed it. You're right. You know, because we both like Francis. I don't Even think she seemed unamused with winning an Oscar. Yeah. And I guess when you just won one a few years ago, and, and you're on your third. she usually throws out a pretty poignant speech. She does, I don't think she was prepared because she didn't think she was going to yeah. win. <laughs> yeah. I mean, do you think that she thought Carrie was going to win? I think. Didn't she call her out specifically? Did she? I think she did. I, I could be wrong. I think. Oh, the, you're right. I think she did. I think she said. Yeah, I think I she think did. She, 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 like, if we're going to give Walking Phoenix the playing a fucked up character and really getting yeah. method into it. An Academy Award, which she fucking deserves it, man. Yeah. Fran- oh, that's, no. that's the difference. Carrie, I feel, was playing a character yeah. and nailing it and giving layers and depth yeah. to it. And Francis Whereas this just feels just, like Francis. Yeah. But yeah. she's a little bit more standoffish and a little bit more abrasive. And I'm yeah. like, okay, that's kind of a role, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why Melissa McCarthy popped into my head either. It was a good choice, honestly. I mean, yeah. I'm, I know a lot of because Thunder Force just came out. A lot of people are going to laugh that off, but I I think it's a good choice. Thunder Force, Jesus. because can you ever forgive me? I think it was 2018, 2019. It was one of my favorite movies of that year. It's such a powerful performance too. Mm. I've seen it. I need to see it again. But yeah, she was fantastic in that. But then she did that stupid puppet movie. I think the puppet movie came out first. So when yeah. that title came out, can you ever forgive me? A lot of people. Well, that was an indie film, though, too. It wasn't a major studio production, was it? No, that can you ever forgive me? I think it was. I don't I don't know that for a fact, but I'm pretty sure. (sighs) I don't know. But I mean it's it's one of those things that I guess you'll never know. But I mean And again, that movie didn't get any noms or anything. I could be wrong again. It's been a few years, but I don't remember it making that big of an impact. And I was I was pretty blown away with it. Some positives about the award season this year is there's a lot of newcomers, a lot of people that mm-hmm. were first-time nominees, a lot of movement in the there right direction. There was some good stuff there in it. There were some good movies The production of the actual Oscars. shitty 18 months. You're, yeah. No, there's you know? some good, powerful movies in the yeah. time. I think the production of the actual Oscar show itself is a little baffling. Yeah. 
Well, so Steven Soderbergh wrote and directed most of the show with some help from comedy writers. Um, he, I think he's done it the last four years, believe it or not. I didn't know that. Um, it definitely felt a little Ocean's Eleven kind of, I don't know. I mean, his I films are all over the place. I know yeah, yeah, we're yeah. a fan, but like in terms of quality and what well, they actually the look is, like. It, am I a fan? Because I'll like five out of nine movies. With you. What do you but there's still four so movies that I don't You're right. like. I agree. The Girlfriend Experience. I hate very, it. Very economical filmmaker. Right? But the TV show supposedly is really good. He did The Laundromat, the which was a big ripoff of right. like the big short and Adam McKay stuff, yep. and I fucking hated that, yep. but like we were big Logan Lucky fans. He did that movie with um, Gina Carano. Great movie. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah, and she was surprisingly good in it. She should have probably won this actress. Put her in Nomad Lane. I'm with you. I'll suplex that bitch right off her van. She's someone that needs a better agent. I just love her, and she's not usually in great. Gina stuff. Carano? Oh, I'm thinking of Carla Gugino. <laughs> From Sin City? I'm looking at you and like, Gerald's what? Game? I was very confused for a minute. kids? You're right. <laughs> what? Carla Gugino. Well, that's a different discussion. <laughs> So what are some movies or performances Ooh. that you feel like were left out? That's a good idea. Let me pull out my favorites. Of, uh-oh. Yeah, because you have a, you have a list on your... What is that app called? What is that app called, Tyler? Which app? Letterboxd. Yes, Letterboxd. B-O-X-E. Or no E. It's just D. Yes. I'm pulling up my top... Sorry about the lag. Just... Pulling up my favorite so So you movie. ranked your favorite films of I think twenty twenty. We might right? have already talked about this, but I think just the top ten. Do 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 there it is. Are you ready? Yep, let's go. It's still loading. I'm stalling. Is okay. singing what you do when mm-hmm. you stall? Okay. On this list, in terms of movies that were actually nominated and some even won for the Academy Awards, only four of them. Are there are six other little gems and ain't nobody talking about. So this is your top ten of twenty twenty list. Mm-hmm. Okay, shall we? We shall. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things, which I still haven't seen. Is it still on Netflix? Yeah. Okay. I think it was made for Netflix, or they bought it, so it's going to be on. Who's there. in that? Anybody? Uh, Jesse Plemons and Jesse Buckley. It's a Charlie Kaufman movie. Tony Collette's in it. Lupin from Harry Potter is in it. <laughs> I know he has a name, but I can't think of it. Okay. Color Out of Space was a movie I loved, obviously. That was never going to win any Academy Awards. <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm Your Woman. That's um, starring the girl from The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yes, and that's an Amazon movie that I'm shocked didn't get any Golden Globes loved, didn't get any awards loved, because I think it's a phenomenal film. I haven't watched it yet. I've wanted to, but I haven't it's, watched it. It's tense, and it's surprisingly fun, but it's still got a woman and people of color in the leads, and it's a 70s gangster thing that's thrown on its head by focusing on those aspects of it. And So we knew that Blumhouse wasn't going to get an Oscar nod, but you mm-hmm. really enjoyed The Invisible Man. I think Elizabeth Moss killed it. Oh, she's That should have won a best fucking actress. We saw the trailer for the new season Handmaid's? of Handmaid's. She's directing show. some episodes. And and I looked at Wendy and I said, she's batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. But she is amazing she's, as an actress. Yeah. I love her every time she pops up in things. Yeah. <laughs> she was, and she was fantastic in that movie. Last Night was a little indie. As was the actor who played the guy that she stayed with, too, um, who was also 
in One Night in Miami. You're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Vast of Night was something I saw, weirdly, yeah, at TIFF back in 2019. That was the little indie, low-budget thing that Amazon picked up that was never going to get any Oscar love, but I think it's... I think it's incredible. Um, Little Fish, speaking of movies about dementia and weirdly uh, a pandemic. Chad uh, Hardigan. It's mm-hmm. 101 minutes. Oliver, no, Olivia Cook from Ready Player One. Right. Earl and the Dying Girl and probably some other things that are probably more famous than what I just said. Mackenzie Cardwell. Mm-hmm. Great, great movie. Um, really? It's about... And they they wrote all this and designed all this before the pandemic. But there's a disease, the virus going around that's causing memory loss, and people just stop a bu- like a bus driver will just stop a bus and wander out of there because he doesn't remember who he is huh. anymore. And it's about a young couple struggling with it. The the man is getting it more and more as it goes along. And there's a little twist with when she starts. To I mean, get the it. average rating is three point seven out of five. So it's, it's a pretty, yeah. pretty fucking good movie that fell under the radar. And I think, is it still available to watch somewhere? I think you can, I, I rented it on Amazon. Yeah. I think okay. it's great. Then sound of metal. We talked about yes. trial of Chicago seven. We talked yes. about promising young woman. We talked about how bad did you cry in soul? So much, <laughs> so much. Tyler's a bit of a crier. I love me some Pixar. That. They've been yeah. kind of hit and miss. For a while now, but when they hit, they fucking hit. (laughs) I'm kind of intrigued. I think I'm going to steal a little bit of information from a former castmate. Alec? I want to look at Alec's 2020 releases. Sure. So he ranked 162 films, so clearly I'm not going to touch on those. Let's stick to the top and the bottom. Let's look at the top ten and kind of see if there's anything. So never, rarely, sometimes, always. I've heard good things about that. I think that's a Netflix thing. Correct me if I'm wrong on Uh, that. A pair of teenage girls in rural uh, Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a lesbian thing? No, no, no. (laughs) One of the girls gets pregnant, and they can't get an abortion in the state, so they travel from Pennsylvania I thought there was another movie uh, that had that same plot that was like an HBO Max thing. That's weird. It is. This is, yeah, this is an HBO Max thing. Oh, okay. Um, So I've heard good things about that. Um, Alec likes good movies. He does. um, I'll definitely check that one out. Yeah. Um, Trial of Chicago 7, and Mm -hmm. then he had... The Platform. Oh, did you see that? What is it? The Platform. What is it? So it's a foreign film. Ooh. But basically, it's... So it's fantastic. It's about a prison that has a platform that starts at the top of the prison, and it's full of, like, glorious food and things, right? And it travels down through each level with the same stuff on there. And whatever's so, left is left for the bottom exactly. readers. Yeah, cool. no, no, it was fantastic. What a premise. That was a great, great, great movie. I don't even remember Where how Where did you I see stumbled. it? I, yeah, I, 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 I want to check even, it out. I think it was on Plex. Oh, that's but a, I, I, I'll, I'll see, see where I can I'm find sure it. I'm sure I can rent on, it somewhere. If it's on my Plex, we can watch I'd it. I'd like to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's foreign language, but it's fantastic. It's what violence. Premise. Cool. Yeah. So Escape plan, but with a cast system. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> it is definitely nuts. Um, And then uh, The Old Guard. That made his top... I'm sorry. We're Alec, not judging I know you, my you're going to listen. We're not and, judging me, judging you, you, dude. But I don't know if it's that's fine. top 10 material. Hey, to each his own, but that ain't mine. Color Out of Space probably didn't make that's anybody true. else's top 10. Palm Springs, absolutely. Oh, that, should, that, that should have been on there. The great yeah. movie. Yep. Um, that's a snub. Synchronic. Wow. Is that Harvey or Henry Cavill? Harvey Feierstein. Anthony Mackie and Wait, Jamie Dornan. Oh, I have seen this. I did not care for it. Really? 
two I, can you read new the plot orleans, again two new orleans paramedics lives are ripped apart after encountering a series of a horrific horrific deaths linked to a designer drug with bizarre oh other yeah i didn't effects. like that it felt like a twilight zone rejected plot or something that's fine if you like it yeah, but to, to be fair based on what we know of alec it feels like it sounds like a movie that sure alec would i mean he's like, got some good performances i just thought the script could have used a draft or two. he did have nomad land in it number 11 sure. um i think if i made a top 20 that might make what's appearance. funny is a majority of the oscar nominated movies other than promising well he had one night in miami at number two Hmm. I'm just looking to see if there's any movies that we forgot. Uh, That's the, fair. The Gentleman, which was a great movie, fun ass movie, wasn't Oscar Oscar worthy. Uh, Freaky, I, I love thought, Freaky. That'd make I my top that, twenty. Yeah. Um, Vince Vaughn, do you think he should have gotten I, the best supporting? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Hunt, which we loved, but I don't know if it was Oscar worthy. We'd have to watch it again, but the first time was a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty much that's pretty much it. There was a movie called Jungle Land, which I started watching and never finished. Jungle Land. Did you see the last blockbuster? I've heard mixed things about it. That seems yeah, like a, I'm gonna half watch while I work kind of movie. He had Minari ranked 42. What did he? Give Alec, it? if you're listening to this, Why? ping me on Facebook and how let me stars? know what you didn't like about Minari. Click it. How many? How many stars? I'm curious. Um, he gave it. Don't break my heart. My <laughs> no, come on now. Um, did he? Oh yeah, he gave it. He gave it four out of five stars. But why is it ranked number forty? Well, he's very generous. Again, we love you, Minari. Not more like Pinari, am I right? Alan S. Kim is a super adorable little boy, and I enjoyed the family's appreciation of Mountain Dew. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think he just loves a lot of movies, and it was hard to rank them. I'm yeah, that's not, true. Not hating on them. That's true. Not but he also has dude. Love and Monsters in there, too. I need to watch I, that. Can we wait for me? I want to watch yeah, that. Yeah, let's watch that. Um, Guns Akimbo, I thought that was a great movie. Was that that year? It was, that was the fun. beginning of it's 2020. Got, that's got my girl Samara in it. Yeah, it was very... Um, I'm trying to think of the uh, style, but I can't. I don't know. Spencer Confidential. Wow, that's hard to believe that was 2020. What is that? Wow. Mark Wahlberg, net straight to Netflix. Hey, how you doing? Directed by Peter Pan. <laughs> um, Russell Crowe's movie, Unhinged, that was number one at the box office. <laughs> when it was just going to drive in. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I need to I need access to your Shutter account because Peninsula is on here. We I can haven't do it. seen it yet, and I need to see we it. We can do that. Yeah, because you make know that me. Um, Train to Busan is one of your one favorites. Of my, one of my favorite right. movies. So. Rightfully awesome. So. Well, thanks, Alec, for letting us borrow your uh, your rankings. <laughs> Nothing but there. love, my dude. Uh, he has started ranking 2020 releases. 2021 releases. Anything good? Um, I care a lot, which I started watching and haven't finished. Juice oh, and the she Black didn't get any nominations either. She mm. didn't win at the Golden Globes. She wasn't that great in the movie, from what I. I've saw. heard mixed things about it. She's like killing or scamming old people or something mm -hmm. like that. Nobody is in his top five. It's which pretty fun. It'd be interesting to see if Odin Kirk gets any love for that, but. Because it was after. I don't think he'll get Oscar season, love, but he <laughs> might get his own John Wick esque franchise. Yeah. Well, thank you, Alec, for letting us use your list for a little bit of extra content. I mm -hmm. just kind of wanted to see if there was anything that we missed. Like the Oscars, and you sir watch a lot the, of movies. I do, <laughs> so. and he does. Yes, and you do. Uh, not as much as you guys do. That's for sure. I have a life now. Me too. It's getting harder. I know, right? 
I want to show her T2 soon. We I, can't, to start, I got in a mood. We need to figure out a way to make time, though. We will. Which we will. We're having a big old business meeting on Thursday. You kids <laughs> are going to be so lucky. So what we're going to do is we're going to plan out a little bit more of the season, and mm-hmm. we're also going to kind of reboot Popcorn Minis. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited about now that. Now that we actually want to make it a show ideas. that gets yeah. views and things, I'm going to put more effort into yeah. it. So definitely keep an eye out on our YouTube channel. We're starting with the Fast and or the Furious. All eight of them. Nine if we're doing Hobbs and Shaw. Nine if we do Hobbs oh and Shaw. Oh my God, I'm going to die. Chris, what's the vote? Do we do Hobbs and Shaw? Hmm. I don't have a preference. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it. You literally have a 50-50 shot here, yes or no, and your choice is I don't have a preference? <laughs> Where do you want to go for dinner? Taco Bell? No, I don't care. But you just said no to Taco Bell. <laughs> That's a very Midwest thing to do. I don't no. know. I, let's we'll watch it. We'll, no, we'll throw a hop and shot. I want to no, see them all pay. before I sit through the one where they go to space. Yeah. <laughs> If that's what's happening, I, I don't know if that's what happens. I think it's a low Earth orbit. This kind restaurant of sucks. Let's never come here again next weekend. Same. Let's go back to that. Hubs and shot too. <laughs> um. So yeah. So award season is officially kind of over. Like 2020, it finally petered out. Yeah. It's interesting because we got a lot of movies coming up. We talked about that last episode. Yes. And um, so, yeah, I'm kind of excited about the rest of this year. Mm-hmm. Cool. What are we doing next week? We don't know yet. Uh, we don't know yet. Um, let's see what new releases we've got coming up. Because I'm paying 20 bucks a month. Yeah, we need to see something. Better fucking use it. Shrek's got its 20th anniversary screening now. The temple's full of merchants. You must whip it. That's funny. <laughs> um, so I know we have Black Widow coming up, don't we? In July. And is it July? Mm-hmm. Oh, we got when is Cruella? Cruella Deville. All right, so uh, yes. full movie release date schedule yeah. as of April thirteenth. April thirteenth. Uh, we are in April. Uh, oh, did we talk about? I talked about Mortal Kombat already. It's yeah. um, It's interesting. I saw it. Eh. Yeah. Not worth talking about. Um, okay, so Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. What is that? Uh, Michael B. Jordan, Jamie oh, Bell. Is that coming out? Yes. That's Amazon? On the 30th. Groovy. Um, okay, so in May we have um, Wrath of Man, Jason Statham's new movie, May 7th. Okay. And then we have... Um, that's like... Jennifer Lopez and Owen Wilson? What? Wow. Spiral from the Book of Saw. When is that? Uh, Nicholas Holt is in two movies coming out in... Uh, wow. Yeah. Um, Those Who Wish Me Dead, the Angelina Jolie movie. Me. Um, I'm scared and in the forest. The Woman in the and Window. I have big lips. Now, was that the one with Amy Adams where she sees we the We saw that trailer across, a long time ago. Right? Before and the... now it's coming out to Netflix. I wondered about that. releasing in theaters. It looks fine. Yeah. Tom Everett Scott is finally in a new movie. I think we should just... We'll come up with a fun topic. I don't think I have yeah, anything yeah, to say yeah, about sure. these. No, 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 movies. for sure. Um, you know what we could do? Oh, um, because uh, Wrath of Man, Con, as is um, without remorse, we could do a Tom Clancy kind of thing. Wow, because we have Air Force One. What a great movie! All of those Jack Ryan movies. You're right. You but, pick them because I don't know enough yeah, about these. I've seen some of them. I'm a big Tom Clancy fan too. A lot of his well, books then, are really fantastic. Off so we go. We'll watch that one with Ben Affleck. Yeah. Which one did was he in? He was in one where he played a young Jack Ryan. 
But I mean, this is this huh. gives us an opportunity to watch some Harrison Ford movies, a little Ben Affleck. Where's my family? Uh, I think Chris Pine played the same character in one movie, so give us an opportunity. Did I'll he? pick a few. I'll pick four movies. Sure, we can kind of well, go. I through love them. that idea. Yeah, um, Tom Clancy, great author, probably wrote. I don't know how many Hunt for Red October him. Uh, Hunt for Red October was a Tom Clancy shit. I don't know, actually. It was a Tom Clancy shit. (laughs) I don't know. I don't want to say yes, and and it's not Tom Clancy. Um, Okay, so Some of All Fears. Cool. uh, Starring Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman. Jack Ryan. Shadow Recruit. Starring Chris Pine. I think that's a Kenneth Branagh movie. Patriot Games, Clear and Present Danger, The Hunt for Red October. Yes. Cool. We'll pick some. Pick some good ones and some bad ones. I mean, Sean Connery, you can't go wrong. I'll smack a woman. Stop (laughs) staring at me. I'll smack you too, sweetheart. Welcome to The Rock. Um, yeah, so we'll we'll get a good collection going here. Too good, too bad. Uh, all up to you. Too good, too bad. Sounds good. You got but, it. All right, Some of All Fears is definitely one of them because it's terrible. Cool. Yes. <laughs> all right, well. Um, Thanks for joining that's us, That's been kids. Popcorn Tribunal. Mm-hmm. I've been Tony. He's been Tyler. Yo. That's still Chris. And he's making coffee. Again. Making Always. coffee. What's the website again, Christopher? Uh, the, the new website, yeah. which is not... Active at this time, but, but might, might be, be by the time of air. Do Coffee you own dudes, it already? Yeah, coffeedudescoffee.com. Okay. Coffeedudescoffee.com, you say? Dudes yes. plural? Yes. Coffeedudescoffee.com. Don't look coffee in the dudes. Is your spokesperson going to be Keanu Reeves? How many children do I have? Three. Three. <laughs> How many of them are dudes? Three. Did you give birth to the coffee dudes? Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, so is coffee an aphrodisiac for you? And that's oh why you have... Oh, my God. I'm literally making a child right now. Oh, shit. That's a good How thing I can't see. How long has she been down there? It's a good thing I can't see below your neck, weirdo. Is Poppin still She's in not there? here yet. I'm, <laughs> is Poppin still I'm still in priming. There? Oh, Jesus Christ. He's fluffing. Where's the peanut butter? Poppins, no! Lots of foreplay. He got under my chair. Poppins has lockjaw. <laughs> Good <Jesus>. Lord. God. <laughs> All right. On that note, we're um, going to have an odd ride to the hospital. <laughs> coffee. <laughs> coffee dudes. Uh, Coffee.com. Is that right? Coffee, coffee dudes. dudes coffee. coffee. Dot com. I wanted coffee dudes, but somebody bought it and they're parked on it doing shit. Don't you hate that? We hate yeah. you, whoever you are. I'm starting a second I, no, podcast. I could buy it for two. You have a second podcast. So I shut down my yeah. my unpopular podcast. Yeah, I noticed that. I see what you did there. Actually, I, I didn't because it wasn't very popular. No! <laughs> you know what? There were I know. two episodes that actually got more traffic than yeah, the majority of our episodes. Because you fell in love. But no, I quit because I discovered that being a step-parent is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, my new podcast is going to be called You're Not My Dad. Oh, shit. Nice. <laughs> and it's going to be all about being a step-parent. So the kids, Wendy's kids will be on it. My kids will be on it. Wendy, my ex-wife. Um, and then I actually started a subreddit. And it's not um, like you said, Wendy, my ex-wife. It's associated with our step-parents. And people in there are submitting things that they've had to deal with as being a step-parent. I have a list of about 150 different topics. You have a list of grievances already. Yeah, so we're going to kind of run through it. So I'm excited about that. It's just going to be done from home. Um, what a fun rebranding. And, uh, it's nothing yeah. like how they advertise it on Pornhub. Yeah, I know. You're not my dad, step bro. 
So, um, oh god. Yeah, and you can cut all this out. I just, I was just telling no, you because I think cut it's it out. Nah. Um, but Alyssa, who was on our show and hates the word cunt, is going to be with me a majority of the time. You have a co-host? Yeah. So it will probably be Alyssa. That I'm going to be, be jealous. <laughs> you should know. No this. one can replace you. You, ha- you know. This. Wendy has to adopt me so I could be on the show. But we're so we have a new office at the house, and we're going to have dueling desks for our gaming computers, and so we're just going to use for that Yu-Gi-Oh! setup. Tournament. Interesting. Just going to use that setup to do the recording. So I think it'll be cool. I think we'll have a good time. If not, it'll be fucking fun, right? Groovy. So, yep. Dig it. Far out. That's our show. We, we love you all. Except for you. you in the Philippines. Yeah, we love you. Careful with your Arby's memes. Hey, got nobody. Nobody cares about you. I'm taking my headphones off now. Tony has left the building. Hey. No, he's not very fast. He's still here. <laughs>